So, Marty, how was your week? Oh, yeah. folks, welcome Great. to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. We're in South Dakota here. Uh, we are melting, right. literally melting. Yeah, no, it's fucking bad. Uh, really bad. Yesterday, I think, was shittier. But well, yeah, we're, we're not as bad. See, like, Arizona's got, like, 110, right, 150. Right, but yeah. we have the humidity, that yeah. wet balm that makes your balls stick to the side of your leg or your titties hanging to your chest. It's just nasty. Yeah, out. it's fucking awful. Well, yesterday, it got up. And all my windows were fogged over because it's so humid outside. And I was like, oh, great, it's going to be a shit day. And it was. It, 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 it uh, delivered uh, just how I expected it would. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, you deal with it, I guess, and go through. But it uh, gets real sickening. Yeah. This is going to be the podcast where we complain about weather the whole time. Right. Like uh, okay, I get, it's hot here, and there's, like, fires in yep. Canada. But that's not actually true. If you go to Banff, Alberta, Canada, right. you know what happened today? <clears throat> no idea. They got like an inch of snow. Oh, really? <laughs> what the fuck? First snow of this season, 90 days of I'm like, what? Wow. They show a picture, and it's like you can actually see the snow is not melting. It's actually on the ground. That's fucking wild. But they have wildfires. I'm like, how the fuck is that even happening? Wow. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. That's uh, that's crazy as shit. Oh, Canada. Well, get, well the, Lahina, Maui, is, Hawaii is making the yep. news round still. It's just collecting and collecting steam. And some of it does make sense. Like, I don't know about the whole blue rooftop or the blue vehicle shit. I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure the one picture they show with the car that's blue that isn't burnt in the road cars... I have the other picture. It actually shows that card being burned. Someone just photoshopped blue onto the card. Oh, right, right. But what I don't understand, it didn't click till somebody mentioned it, all these cars are burnt to shit. Paint's off them. Right. Rubber's gone. And they're partially melted. But the guy made a good point. He's like, why isn't the asphalt like glass? Uh, well, I, mm, I don't know. I'm like, that's the point. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, because I think, like, aluminum melts at, like, 1,200 degrees, and asphalt melts at 90 degrees. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying it's really low. Hmm. Yeah, you think it'd be a little more messed up than what it is. Yeah, because people are tying in the Mountain Dew Maui burst as a conspiracy theory. I'm like... All right, people, you can tie so many threads together, but come on, please, you're hurting the whole thing here you're saying right, stuff like that. Right. Mountain Dew, ooh, direct energy weapon, Maui burst. I'm like, now you're, I grasp at straws a lot. Right. But at least sometimes my straws fall together and make a mat. Yeah, those, those are grasping at straws that aren't straws at all. <laughs> you know, you're just reaching out. I believe something funky happened there. What exactly it is, right. we'll never find out. No. No. Because no. another thing, too, everybody's mad at our current president because right. he gave everybody $700. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's send $40 billion over to a foreign country. Right. A very corrupt foreign country. Yeah. Let's not beat around the bush. No, they, we're not. They've uh, been at the top corrupt list for about a decade. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just... And you just hear... Uh, just, uh, this is current, popular. The guy who led the revolt against Putin? Yeah. He just died in an airplane crash. Yeah, his plane And the funny thing is, I have video that... crashed. I mean, they have the picture of the plane crashing, and it's just like, it's a controlled descent. Right. I'm like, 
I'm pretty sure that he doesn't have some Billy Joe Bob pilot right. as his pilot. Yeah, it's pretty, I don't know. That whole thing, too, is just kind of weird. But Yeah, and they're like, I, we think he's dead on it. So he, uh, what they need is they need a Murdoch. Well, even with his uprising, it, it's, it, it was just weird. They march across the Russian border, basically get to the edge of Moscow and go, well, we're done. Yeah. What? What do you mean? You, no, you knew as soon as you crossed that border, you're a fucking dead man. Yeah. You might as well go for broke. <coughs> but all of a sudden they were just like, yeah, now we're done with this. No, there, there is something else wonky there, and it's just kind of funny that magically a few weeks later then all of a sudden his, his plane just happens to crash and it's his But I'm plane. amazed like you know, Weird. you know like they always say you'd never catch an airplane crash or a car accident right. have, they have this on video oh yeah yeah. I'm like you just see the video and it's just like I'm like it don't make any sense yeah it's but this is the world we live in nowadays right right yeah no, nothing is supposed really, to make sense really weird until they tell you that what this happening yeah. That's how bad yeah. it's getting out there. No, you don't have to make it make sense. Just listen when they tell you what makes sense and just follow with it. Even if it typically wouldn't make sense. But they told you it makes sense, so just believe it and go on with it. Yep. It's kind of how we do things in the world now. So That's how know. we do it here. Whatever yeah. we tell you is the truth. Not yeah. really. We don't want you to make your own damn choices. <laughs> right, right. We and usually string it together like, hey, Rob, what do you got going on today? Well, today we're going to talk about this because I'm going to tie it with rabbits and then a right, squirrel. Right. And I think a uh, antelope was involved somewhere. <laughs> there is, at least the skull. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, I was going to say something about that. You said skulls and something popped in my head. No, but I totally right. forgot it. It just went in and out. Oh, gotcha. Fucking light switch. Gotcha. It happens. Well, none of this is what we're talking about matters anyway. Because next <laughs> week, it, we're fucked. Did you hear NASA say that? No. Well, they found a large sunspot that's going to be pointed all next week at the Earth. Oh, nice. And the sun. But the scary thing about it is they found out, or what I thought was scary, is how they found this. They didn't find it from an observatory on Earth. They found it from the rover on Mars. Oh. They could see how big it was from Mars. Holy shit. We're 93 million miles away. Mars is 153, roughly, right. at the furthest distance. But they're like, yeah, they saw this from the Mars rover. Oof. That's how big it is. Because you're looking at... And none of you caught that down here. No. Uh, whoops. <laughs> but NASA says, don't worry about it. But the thing says, yes, if this goes off, power grid screw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. If that thing were to actually fully blast and hit... I remember what uh, I yeah, we're talked doing. about. <laughs> I remember now about skulls because that led into this because <laughs> the sunspot. Because I just mentioned this at work. It's always like, that ain't going to ever happen. It's never happened. I'm like, well, look up the Carrington event. Yeah, right, right. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, back whenever, like in 1700s, like, look up the Carrington event. Yeah. When railroads were just crossing America, Telegraph was just the coolest means of texting your yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> right, right. That's so much money, a, a, a word. Yeah. yeah. Nope. It's like, what do you mean? Like, look it up. Then you can talk to me tomorrow about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, no, these things do happen. We've seen them. We, so we so far, we've do. missed them. We've well, missed the big ones the big that have one. been blasting past us for a while. Yeah. Which, thankfully, because, yeah, like we've said before, the, the power grid is not 
anywhere near capable of dealing with that. They can't even handle a squirrel jumping on the Transformers. Right. It's, it's not good. <laughs> no. it, is, it is very If under- the squirrels ever wanted to take over, I do is jump on a Transformer. It, right, just pay the, pay the uh, raccoons to pop the doors open on stuff and just have wild of it. <laughs> now, hell, at one time, it wasn't even that long ago, probably six, seven years ago, we had half the town lose its power because a bird flew into a fucking a big Transformer box here in town. And it was like five hours where everything down. in town was shut down because of a fucking bird. Okay, a sunspot? <laughs> it's going to be a little more than a bird hitting our little rinky dink Transformer and it just box. Won't be, and it just won't be one Transformer. No. And like, oh, it's day. Drink your Haterade and be done with it. Right. Just drink no, your I Haterade. Not drink. I have not seen it. In Casa Rosada, with the Argentinian president Albert Fernandez in attendance, promising the results El Socorral on the Patagonian Plateau. The photograph was taken by a field researcher who claims that the mysterious object was hovering above the ground near the small town of Chubut. I can pronounce that. He says it's his friend and wishes to remain anonymous for his safety. The picture was later shared in a TikTok video to remain anonymous. Another said the photos are incredible if they are real. I find it strange that he doesn't want to speak publicly. This has been seen in the Aerospace Verification Center to corroborate this author. Their administrator, Bill Nelson, recently said during an official visit to Argentina that a committee of scientists is preparing to report and address what he described as so many suspicious, so many suspicions about aliens. Hmm. Hmm. And I haven't seen the video, but I've seen the picture, and it's freaking thin, man. But I understand why, in this atmosphere that we're in right now, you'll be crucified if you're not on one certain side of the fence in the UFO world. Right. Well, even even so, with his wanting to be anonymous, if he's in field research for other stuff, you have a long history at this point of being ostracized and treated like a kook if you come forward with Mm -hmm. this. Why the fuck would you want to do that? It's not like there's any big, fat internet money coming his way for that picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's already been put out on YouTube, all this shit. He has nothing to gain from this. Uh, at all. If you're already in some kind of field of research, like it sounds like he is, he's out there in some other field doing stuff. You have nothing. He could be an archaeologist for all we know. He's like, right. hey, I'm on the book well, of Patagonia. They do a lot. Oh, of, like, yeah. That's a lot of archaeology out there. Yep. He's like, oh, shit. I, really? Do I have to? Crap, I got to take a picture of this. And his archaeologist is like, here, you didn't get this from me to his buddy. Right. Yeah, put this out. Here's the video. We took here's you know I could see something photo. like that because archaeologists that's that's a job that's a tenured job. Yeah. I'm not saying he is, but I'm right. just speculating that he is in some certain field. Yeah, no, no, yeah, he's he's involved with something. Like I said, he's a field researcher. Yeah, which can cover any a amount lot of, of shit. Uh, but typically, it is something that is going to be science based. Which again, there is a long history of science-based people being ostracized and blackballed for this kind of thing. So, yeah, it's common sense to not want to put your name out there. Me putting it out, I lose nothing. People think I'm crazy. I, go, I don't like I you don't anymore. Fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I guess what? I'm still going to go to work. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I don't have grant money coming in. I don't have, you know, depending on the circumstance of what he's in with, you have everything to lose at that point by doing this. Yeah. You know, and to me that makes sense. It does. I, I actually sometimes I find the pictures where they're given to somebody anonymous. I find them no how no matter how 
uh, what's the word? Big word. Uh, fancy they look. Let's say that's not the word. Big, right, right. How fabulous they look. If, you, if I take a picture of something and give it to you honestly, it's something I believe, especially if you have background. It's like that one in England with the two Harrier jets. Oh, I yeah, believe yeah. that that yeah. is a legitimate UFO. Yep. From where I don't know, because personally, I'm starting to lean more to like aliens may be here now, but I'm just saying that's I had give more credibility to people that give anonymous photos to a point. If it's just like a one and right. done, but if it's like, oh, I have forty seven thousand pictures of UFOs, yeah. Yeah. then I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. Oh, but I could be complete. I'm just saying, I will call bullshit until you prove me wrong. Yeah. But the ones where it's like one and done, it's like here I don't want this, I want no part yeah. of it. These are the guys I find credible. Yeah, it, it's or like, people like, I should say. Right. Yeah, and there there's there's that line of of people putting it out there because they want their fifteen minutes. Yeah. They they want their name up there for a little bit. Even if it's found out they're fake, they got their face on stuff. They got the attention. Uh, and I do. I, there is a lot of the. Pretty credible pictures that are just kind of an anonymous where it isn't somebody coming in and going, Oh, God, I got all these pictures. If you want to see more, get on to my. Yeah, no. I, if you're trying to sell me shit after the first sample, you're a piece of shit. Uh, you're, you're probably full of shit. But yeah, an, an anonymous but it's, oddball. It's a hard line to take, too. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes there are people that have multiple photos of the same thing but I'm like once you get so many you think the person's starting to I don't know it's just I get a funky feeling off it It, right yeah it just starts feeling a little too too good to be coincidental that that they would constantly be seeing this uh, when nobody else is you know it it, it does kind of uh, smash that, that little line of credibility to me Maybe it doesn't but, smash it, but okay, it definitely gets bent at that point. Yeah. I'll use another example. That uh, pyramid that was seen over the Pentagon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them guys never came forward. Right. And everybody's like, oh, it's all fake. But they're like, from the way it's rotating, this guy would have to have top-level, Hollywood-level CGI, to, and know what he's doing. But that f- was proven to be real, supposedly. Yeah. But hardly anybody ever talks about it. No, I think because. It's like over top of the Pentagon, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that one. It's it's interesting video, uh, and it does seem so incredible to to be believed. Mm. But yeah, there have been people that have gone through that, and they're like, we can't find anything where this has been. Because there's a, there's these guys that well, I don't like these guys, but I'll talk about them. They do like they'll take like videos and go through them like UFO videos oh, yep. and all that. They're like CGI. You can see the blah, blah. these guys yep. are. This is what they do for a living. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so YouTube. I can't remember it. If I if I even if I know it, I would have told you. Yeah. But they kind of pissed me off because they did the Patty one. Oh, they're like, yep, oh, yep. that's just some guy in a suit. I'm like, really, really. Yeah, yeah. Some of their stuff. Sometimes I don't always agree with what they find. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, like with I can't remember what the hell they're called either. Because I've seen a few. It's of like videos. three or four guys, and they're yeah. all CGI guys. But yeah, some of them, it, it does feel uh, like they're leading a certain way, and that's what they find sometimes. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just going into it blank slated. And like I, I do every morning when I go to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, either that or I make sure I'm blank slated by drinking a lot. Uh, but whatever gets me through the day. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's yeah. Some of their stuff, I think they. they they already have an opinion, 
and, and some of their finding I tend to go down that same line of what they already predetermined they think it is not often do they stray from what their predetermined thought was when they find a video uh, they do occasionally where it's like yeah we can't find shit on this this yeah. time but there is, I have to give a shout out since we're on the Bigfoot topic right now. Right. To Daniel Benoit. I just seen his stuff. He's got it on Tubi. Oh. I seen it. And it's good. You guys need to go check it out. It's a really good little short documentary. It's about what he talks about. I think it's called, hang on, I'll grab my phone. That's Marty, start, keep, Marty, keep talking. Either. I okay. don't know if actually I've seen it. I actually did with, with Bigfoot, which isn't really what we were going to talk about tonight. But no, I did find, uh, it was actually off of uh, Colorado. Their, uh, I think it was in Yellowstone off one of their cameras from a year ago. Is that the one with the bison? The bison and the Bigfoot uh, yep. video. That's like there. a couple like, years ago, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah. Maybe 2020, maybe, I yeah. want to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I just came across that again. I was like, oh yeah, I fucking forgot about this. <laughs> that's an interesting... Alright, that's interesting. Something's there. Uh, no, but uh, Daniel's been... If you go on Tubi, Roku... Um, it's called Elusive Legend, an ECBRO story. Go check him out. It's a good documentary. He had actually get a couple things on there. I, even from when we interviewed him, right. I hadn't heard. Not from him, from some of the people at the camp out there had. Oh, nice. But I am nice. going to message him and say, hey, you pay for us to get down there, we'll come down to your Bigfoot conference. Oh, hell yeah, man. We'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll find a way to get down We'll there. find a way. I do lots of other. They already got it already programmed out for 2024. They already got. Oh set. shit! Really? Yeah, that's gotten big. Wow. No hell yeah! No, that'd be cool. So it would be fun to go down there. I don't know if I come back because oh, we have to no. go see Bo Kennedy from the Bump Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we, on the way there, we'd have to stop by and see Cryptids of the Corn. You know, before right, we got. Right. That might. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few that would actually be on the way yeah. right around that same area to be. Yeah, I don't know why Ohio has so many podcasters for it. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Good it's like they that. had to have nothing to do. Right, there, there's nothing here but to talk about grass men and fucking and, and lights in the sky. As, as we sit here and talk about grass men and lights in the sky. From another state. But, but we're in South Dakota, so there's nothing here, man. Oh, there is. I found a whole bunch of reports, because oh. that's what we're going to talk about tonight, folks. I went on the National UFO Reporting Center sighting report. I went through and I found a bunch of weird little UFO reports for South right. Dakota, Minnesota. Got a cool one here from Council Bluff, Iowa. Hmm. Yeah. So. Interesting. We'll let you start off first. What you got? Uh, no, I'd actually just kind of gone through, uh, and this was kind of a quick list of mostly East South Dakota in really just the first three months of 2022. And none of these I had heard of until actually going out and looking. And we live in the eastern half of South Dakota. Yeah, trust me. We've not heard any of these, and they, they don't talk about any of this. Uh, they're actually, starting with the very end of January, the 31st, there are actually three separate sightings reported in different areas. Uh, you have uh, Russellville, which I think is actually probably the coolest of the three. Uh, there's a man there that said he had seen, like, this spiral disc. And as it was floating there, it was actually kind of switching shapes. It was shape-shifting as it was floating and it stuck around for about 10 minutes he watched this thing like out in his field and then it whoop, zipped off and took off weather balloon yeah, yeah gas swamp gas guys yeah. jesus get it together uh but yeah same same exact night in marion south dakota which is kind of down by uh sioux falls southern end of the state eastern side uh there were some people that had actually seen it, it they, what they reported was a white dot 
with three like gaseous, cloudy rings going top, middle, and bottom. Okay. Uh, and this thing, like the the top and bottom rings, it sounded like would go up and down. And this thing stuck around for they said about a minute, sixty seconds, and then it poop blinked and took off. And I was like, oh, hmm, interesting. Uh, I would say they were they were there's a big drag strip that's down by Marion. <laughs> and I was gonna I, I thought you were going to a totally different route. No man, I, I was gonna I was gonna say like, well, maybe they were a little drunk. But in January, it's snowy and cold and we don't do drag races outside here in, in uh, well we do, but not kinda. sanctioned. Yeah. Uh at, at a track. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's state that. Not a track. Right, not on a track. Uh, but yeah, this very same night in Sioux Falls, which is about 35 minutes from Marion, south of there, there was a couple that uh, they were out for a walk, cold as shit, I'm sure. I don't know why you'd go See, okay, we're going to stop right here. We're going to sidetrack. You have the people that go out jogging. In the oh, way. yeah. On my way here to record, there's some dude out there just oh. jogging. He had sweats oh, and yeah. a sweatshirt on. Yeah. I'm like, it's 100 fucking degrees I here. don't know which ones are fucking crazier. The ones I see at 5 in the morning in, like, no, the middle I, of February. I don't jogging, know. Jogging, it's like, I don't want to walk to my fucking car. I'm sure as hell not jogging I don't, a mile in the fucking but People say, oh, it's the runner high. I'm like, no, I just that. have to be high to go running uh, in this right. weather. At that point, even when I'm high, man, I'm not running shit. I mean, anybody who's <laughs> sorry let, knows uh, I'm not well, going right. to be running. But I had to but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, they, they had seen this. They were out and, and they had seen this non-blinking light. And just the, the description of it is, is like, okay, that could be anything. Uh, but they actually did take photos of it. And you can find them. Uh, but uh, originally they did not release the photos until later in the year they actually put them out. This is more than a non-blinking light, man. This is like a, a it's the, in the picture it's a bluish and it looks like it has two swirls of energy. It, it's very reminiscent of uh, where was it, Sweden or wherever, where they had like the, that swirl. Rocket? That's from a rocket they figured out. Yeah, no, this was... Well, first of all, let's clarify. We don't have any rocket tests over no, South Dakota. we have nothing like that. If we do, it's a Megamind type of guy no one's ever heard of. We, we have air bases, but they do not do rocket runs. No. Uh, but yeah, no, this, and they... they the pictures of it are fantastic. But, yeah, it looks like it's got, like, two little swirls coming off. And as I said, this thing just flew off through the sky as they were watching it. They had enough where they took three, four pictures of this thing. And they're pretty nice <laughs> pictures. Uh, Was this on fantastic. the National UFO Reporting Center? I think I saw it on there. Hmm. If I remember correctly. But yeah, I know I will actually look up pictures on that. Uh, yeah, send them to me and I'll we'll post them on the Instagram. But, uh... But yeah, now that was the the thirty first. Then you get into February the eighth in Hill City. And this is the western half of the state, uh, way far west, about seven hour drive. It's tourist trap. That's a tourist trap section of South Dakota. Yes, yeah, yeah, Wall Drug, uh, Sturgis, <laughs> the bike hill. rally is out there, uh, Mount Rushmore, that whole area. Uh, but there there's a guy who was early morning driving from Hill City into Rapid City, which is it's. 35, 40 minute drive, maybe if that. But he said there was a bright light that was just following him along the highway right up until he pretty much got to the edge of the lights of Rapid City and then it blinked out and disappeared. And actually reported this. I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, 13th, you're back down in Sioux Falls. 
uh, a bunch of people had actually seen a light with a large tail. Now, a lot of people right away had said, oh, this is probably just a shooting star. But this thing lasted longer than you're going to see with meteorite, shooting star. And a lot of the, the people who actually saw it said the head section was changing colors. It, it was going from, like, white to yellow to green to blue to orange back to white. It's like, yeah, no, me- meteors don't typically do that. Yes, um, they do. They burn out fast, and they're gone. Uh but yeah, then you get into the February 25th. This is 2020. Uh, 2022. So it was last year. Uh, again, down in Sioux Falls, there were a bunch of people that had actually reported seeing a round cluster of lights that looked diamond-shaped. And they would sp- they were spinning in little circles, and this thing kind of went over the town for about 40 minutes. People were spotting these things until they just kind of boop, disappeared. Nobody saw them. They were just gone. But yeah, it was basically like a, a circle of small diamond-shaped lights that were then uh, circling themselves, just mm-hmm. kind of rotating, and was just kind of flying over parts of the town. And they said about 40 minutes, different people were following this, seeing it, watching it. it it's, I think it's weird, especially in this time of, of our, our world. Where the local news didn't cover that, you know what I mean. See, but I, I like can that? see that right there. It's happening in twenty twenty two. I would just say, oh, it's just drones. Well, you don't fly drones during the winter because the batteries don't last for shit. Right. <laughs> right. And you can, but they, you're very limited distance on them. And when they crash, plastic's yeah, it, cold. It, it breaks. breaks pretty fast. Uh, but yeah, then you get into actually March of that year. Uh, you get into Brookings, which is about forty five miles south of us. This is March 2nd. Uh, but a bunch of people reported actually seeing a ball of light that would accelerate and then stop, accelerate, stop, and then disappeared. Uh, the 15th, again, Brookings again. So about two weeks later, uh, a bunch of people had actually seen four discs that were flying around in the sky. And they watched this for about seven minutes where they would get bigger and then smaller, so I don't know if they were coming down, going up, or if they were actually mass shifting of some kind. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, these people watch it for about seven minutes. These four discs flying around. Where are these people? I, I'm not. This uh, right. may, this may I, come I out. This may come. Know. Yeah, this may come out sarcastic, but I really want to interview some of these people. Yeah, see, if yeah. we get like the actual, because when you talk to these people, like we've done with like other few interviews we had, yeah, you get the inflection in their voice, and it would just be awesome to hear their stories to what. They felt uh, right to listen to their actual, and th- there is a difference on on that and reading it. Yeah, reading what they're saying because it's hard to translate feelings onto paper. Yeah, uh, it's very difficult. Uh, anybody can lie anything they want when you put it on paper. You know, it's pretty pretty easy. Yeah. Well, I do have one from I see now. You dealt with newer ones. I went back like the seventies, dude. Oh, gotcha. And the early, we got anywhere from the 70s to the 90s. We'll go with uh, for 72 first. This was in Sioux Falls, and it was a cylinder-shaped object. And I'm going to read the report that was given to the National UFO Reporting Center. Uh, I awoke I woke my father after this happened to me. He told me never to tell my story to anyone ever. He was in the Air Force USA a while and said things happen for a reason but aren't accepted or told. He said forget about it now. I was sleeping in our tent camper with my brother and cousin. I went outside to pee alone while they slept. 
As I peered, peed near the driveway, an area around me illuminated with a round cylinder bright odd light. I first thought it was an airplane with a spotlight, but that, but the light lit kind of under all around me like no shadows at all. And I could feel the light through my body, sort of. The light looked like it had shape around me. I could not look up at it. I sort of felt stuck while peeing. I could see around, I could see the area around me, but felt like I was inside of a tube of light looking out at the driveway around me. When the light was gone, I felt like it was a long time later, and then I went out to pee. This guy has to pee a lot. I'm just reading this report as it's yeah, written, right, folks. Right. I, I can read better than one. This really happened to me, and I have never told anyone about this since. I'm not crazy or lonely or anything like that. For many years, I have been walking up every night, waking up every night at the same time like normally and accept it as something, as something normal. I now believe my seat pattern is possibly connected to this thing that happened to me years ago. I wish to remain anonymous. Thank you for hearing me. Someone told me about this website. I never told him about my experience, but I feel better talking about this finally. I'm not sure what this all means, but something happened to me many years ago. I am now 39 year old and normal? Question mark. Hmm. There is an Air Force, no, National Guard base, Air National Air National Guard base in Sioux Falls. So maybe yeah. Dad worked there or something. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because I, you know, I used to watch uh, F-16s and stuff come in and out. Well, they said the air show last week and the weekend before. Yeah. I got another one here. We're going to Council Bluffs, Iowa, 1991. Hmm. Daytime sighting of a black stationary tube that looked like the UFO from Star Trek movie with the whales. Object was stationary approximately 10,000 to 15,000 feet in the air. It was a full blue sky with no clouds. The object was about the length of an airline fuselage, but had no wings or vertical tail fins, just a long tube shape similar to a pipe. At the time, I told the passenger in my car that it looked like the UFO on the Star Trek movie with the whales. The movie and the crew of the Enterprise go back. It's one where the movie and the crew of the Enterprise go back, get a hump whale, save the future from a destructive UFO that needed to talk to the whales before it stopped destroying the Earth. I don't remember what installment Star Trek movie it was, as I am not a fan of the series. <laughs> what was it, three? Four. Four? Okay. But Marty's over here mostly me four, <laughs> four, four, uh, and I'm trying to read and look at him at the time. Right. But it was a major motion picture, not a TV episode. That is what this object looked like. The object did not move the entire time I watched it. Also, no sound that I could hear. I was in my car on a busy street. I was traveling in my car with my girlfriend, now wife, and we both saw it. We saw it just sitting in the sky, not moving, no lights, just this long black tube tilted about 45 degree angle in the air. I'm a believer in UFOs. However, my wife is not. She does not believe in anything like UFOs, ghosts, and that sort of things. When I tell people I do believe in UFOs, my wife rolls her eyes and makes fun of me when we are around other people. I am quick to ask her what she saw in Council Bluffs that day. And my wife, who is a college graduate and works for a top law firm in Omaha, Nebraska, has the honest, has honestly said, I don't know. I am a police officer. My word is the only thing that stands in the way of someone going to prison or being free. My honesty and observation skills were tested every time I go to court. I didn't see this thing, and I don't know what it was either. Wow. See, all you Leos out there, I know I've given out a card to a few of the Leos. Yeah. I think maybe one listens. You, you Leos need to give us some of your stories. You can remain totally anonymous. Because I know oh, yeah. you've collected reports around this area for some funky stuff. Oh, they have to. 
Because I, mean, I know one of Cuyahoga County and Garant County, and I've seen, I've heard stuff happening out there. Right. And I said, just you can remain anonymous. I give him a card, it's email address. I'm like, just send it to us. Right. Yeah. Just, and we'll just make up a name for you. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is Jimmy Joe. Uh, <laughs> man, don't care what it is, man. We'll we'll come up with something for you. Here, I got another one. This one from the cylinder sighting again from mm. Little Falls, Minnesota. It was a, the size and shape of a shoop can. Hmm. Shoop can, shoop can, shoop can. It glowed candy apple red and traveled from zero to fast, instantly, and silent. In the late summer of 1982, at age 18, and four friends ranging in the age from 12 to 17 were out on a warm and dark night driving for something to do. In our search for adventure, we cruised through a graveyard on the edge of the city limits and near the local airport. I was the driver, and as we explored the mass of graveyard lanes, my friends began seeing glowing white and red lights. One of the girls in the back seat was nearly hysterical and directed me which way to drive so as to avoid the lights they were seeing. I believe their sighting was to be the late-night imaginations of ditzy teenagers. I never saw what they were describing until, as I exited the cemetery, I stopped the car to call them on their bluff of seeing strange lights. I parked along the road edge after turning out of the cemetery driveway. It was then that I saw, through the open driver's side window, a red, soup-can-shaped glowing object, the color of a reflector of a driveway entrance. It was positioned about three feet above the ground, over a grassy ditch portion of the corner area where the cemetery driveway, driveway met the road. It didn't register me that it was glowing of its own power, not reflecting light from my car lights. I thought about a reflector was exactly what it was and opened my door to prove it. As soon as my leg moved to step out, the object took off. It moved quickly and silently. The cylinder shape was shape was traveling so that the cylinder was vertical in relation to the ground like a glass bar slides across the bar to a customer. Not horizontal like a thrown spear. It moved parallel to the ground and to the road. It glided at a steady and fast remaining fast speed remaining about three feet off the ground. I was so startled and frightened I slammed my car door shut and drove away fast as I could. Even though I drove in the same direction as the object traveled, I did not see it again. I wasn't looking for it. I was watching my gas gauges nearly empty, and I was trying to drive to get away from it. I have wished ever since I had not been so hasty in my getaway. I wish I had taken more time to watch it and find more clues about what it was. My friends tell a longer version of this event. However, they saw more of it than I, and I feel they can only speak from what I saw. Hmm. I just find it weird because I kind of, a lot of these reports I put credits into them and some more than other. That one's weird. Because yeah. it's shaped like a shoot can and everybody's like, oh, it's going to go like a spear like you said. But no, it went thus went opposite of that. Right. Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and that would make me think like, yeah, aliens fly their ships however the fuck they want. Right. But I don't think it gave us size. Let me check here. Uh, size and shape of a soup can. Okay, so it's really fucking small. Well, from there, a lot of times when they're they're putting these out, it's how big it looked like in the sky to them. Yeah. Uh, which okay. is disorienting to me. I think when you're doing a story, it's like, oh, it's as long as, like, from my index to my thumb, so, like, five inches, well, in the sky. And it is really hard to tell size and distance against the sky. Yes, it, I mean, is. it is. Especially really at tough. night. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I've had that, too, where it's like, I don't know if this thing was huge or if it was really low, uh, but <laughs> this is what it looked like. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, that is interesting. Yeah, uh, just yeah, just, uh, just the way he talked about the 
way it moved. Right. Because you would think everybody picture a soup can. It's, right. It's a rectangle. You would think the narrow part would be going this way. He's like, no, the the, the width actually went that. Yeah. Way. And, and typically, you'd think if you were making that up, that's how you would. Because you would. That'd be, like, that'd be oh, such an odd little thing like to have to remember. Flying around. Yeah. Instead, it's like you know, it's an upright tube, just like zooming along. Non aerodynamically at all, you know, like just fucking. Well, like the, in space, it don't matter. <laughs> oh yeah, you can be any shape you want. Have five million sides to your spaceship right. in space. But it there don't again, you, you still have to deal with if you're doing terrestrial. You now have to deal with atmosphere and everything else. So you still have to account for that somehow. But there again, I don't know how their their power system and and locomotion system works. You they know use unatanium. There it is. They, they got the unobtainium. <laughs> they got the unobtainium. And they just uh, went with it. What else you got? Anything else? Or? Uh, no, here, here's actually one. And this is another cylinder one. And this was from 2015. This was down in Sioux Falls. Uh, See, we got to let the people know. Sioux Falls is the largest city in our state. Like 100,000 yeah, people. About 96 miles south of us. 110. Right towards. 110. Call it what you want. 110. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's a fairly decent-sized city for here. Uh, yeah, just about to the border of Iowa and Nebraska. You need a passport to move here. Yeah, just right. So you know, come from a different state. <laughs> so stop. Come Tony from. Merkel, you should have moved here. You could be dealing yeah. with all that. Uh, it'd be good times. Uh, but yeah, no, this uh, driver, this actually happened in August of uh, 2015. But they said he was riding on Highway 11 between 41st and 26th Street down in Sioux Falls. That's not that far out of Sioux Falls. No, it's right That's outside. like in the, where they're building up all that new yeah. suburbs out yeah, there. All, all the breakfast bedroom communities yeah. are all basically filling that in area now. Uh, but yeah, and I said at first I thought it was the top of a radio tower that was off there, but I couldn't remember one being around this area. So I continued watching and pointed it out to the driver. Now my eyesight is better than his. He could see it but couldn't tell what it was. It started to move actually towards the water tower and went behind it. Before this, I assumed that it was closer than the water tower, but this told me it was actually bigger than what I thought because it went behind the water tower they were looking at. And then when it came out from behind the water tower, it looked like it had changed position, shape, or it was just fading out because soon after it emerged, it disappeared. Like just, boom, like ceased to exist. Uh, he said it moved slow but smoothly. It seemed to shine before it emerged from behind the water tower. It was cylindrical from my angle, but it possibly could have been saucer shaped, depending on how you're seeing it, you know, from the flat or from the edge. And he said, I believe it couldn't have been a plane or a helicopter because of its appearance and how it moved. I believe it might have been a weather balloon, but the fact it wasn't moving when I first saw it makes me really doubt that that is the case as well. <laughs> and yeah, to me, it would be. Uh, the, the second it came out and then just disappeared, I'd be like, well, probably not a weather balloon. They're not really known for doing that. They're known for flying across our country for days on end and not being shut, shut down. down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one from you. This actually comes from your town by with your namesake, Marty, South Dakota. Mm. I didn't actually know there was a town named I Marty. Yeah. I've never been there, but I do know it existed. There's not much of a town there. No, there's not. This happened back in 1998. Uh, carriage. Uh, the object left a trail. There's a whore, whore. There's, a, There's aurora, a, whore. a aurora and haze around the object. It was an amber-shaped craft, ascended at slow speed. 
I guess it was around midnight or so, I can't remember, but I do remember very clearly, and will never forget, is my cousin and I were at his house in the boondocks just sitting outside talking went up when from out of the trees directly in front of us we saw out of the darkness if anybody else has been to Marty like seriously what they're going to describe here is West River yep. there is parts there where it's nope. nothing you get you, for like if you drive out the country it's like oh you can see farm lights out in that country sometimes you do not even see farm lights no there's nothing There's it's darkness out there you would not believe it's actually kind of creepy it is eerie. Anyway, this bright light burst out of the trees around the Seven Mile Creek. We saw this honey amber colored egg shaped thing fly up from the trees. It had a trail the same color, but a little bit little brighter, and the tail and the trail had a little tubular shaped rings, evenly spaced around the trail. It made no noise, and I would say it was about 150 feet in front of us. We just sat there speechless as we watched it ascend slowly, about 10, to, about 15 to 20 miles per hour. It just went straight up in the sky until it disappeared from view. About five minutes later, his brother and his girlfriend drove and said, Did you guys see that thing come out of the trees? From where they were coming from, it was in front of them. So I would calculate this thing was about 10 to 15 feet high. It looked like a drop of honey held in the, up in the sunlight. I hoped for a long time that it was a plane, but I think it was just trying to tell my brain I didn't see a UFO, which is exactly what it was. Since this has happened, I have been obsessed with the thought of something under the Sphinx in Egypt. Strange, huh? Huh. Huh. Interesting. But hang on. Damn. Same okay, year. That's pretty weird. Hang on. I, uh, the reason I clipped this off because this happened in 7-7-1998 and I have a report here from 6-20 a month earlier 1998 in Morris, Minnesota. Shape Egg. I was going to work this that morning. I live in the country. I was going to drive into town to get my work get to my workplace. I was with a co-worker who lived on the way to town. We were carpooling. The sky was clear and it was just quiet a quiet morning. Then my co-worker pointed into the sky and said, Look at that. What is that thing? I am not an aircraft ex- expert. But that thing didn't look any like any aircraft I've ever seen. It was sort of oval shaped, more like an egg. It was a dark gray color. There weren't any lights or anything like that. The object made no noise. It was about a thousand feet in the air, and it was moving very fast across the sky. There was a jet aircraft chasing after it about three seconds after the craft passed. The jet made jet noises, unlike the craft. The craft did not have any jet engines, but it was going so fast that it almost had to. Both me and my co-worker didn't know what the craft was. We still don't to this day, and we classify it as a UFO because that's what it is to us. I am not going to give out my personal information. I don't know what people, people, jet aircraft will do to me if they see this story. Hmm. See, now, that tells me if, the, if this, all, I'm going to take all these stories as true. Right. I'm, I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt. That means it has to be at least picked up on radar. And if, it, and if it's picked up on military radar, there has to be civilian radar that picked it up, too. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that story is accurate, they knew something was there because they sent a goddamn plane after it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, get that back for us, or find out what that is. One of these two options is, is you know, the likely candidate. Ugh, yeesh. Yeesh, yeesh, yeesh. Let's see what else. We got a lot here, folks. So we're just going to go from a bunch of these reports and sign. So, ones you found interesting. 
Here we go. You're going to have to listen to me talk again. This one comes from Rosebud, South Dakota, in 2022. This shape. Uh, I was driving on a back road to my office to work late. And I was on the phone with my friend. She said, oh, my God, look out the side. What the fuck is that? And she didn't know I was in route to my office. I looked out my car window, and there was a huge, dark, chrome ship. So close to the ground, she was freaking out. She was about six to seven miles north of me telling me to look outside my house. And what the fuck was that? And I was actually driving. It was a huge ship. I was so scared I didn't hang up the phone to take a photo. I literally thought this is going to be on national news, so everyone at her house saw it and myself driving on the back road. And my son's girlfriend, she said she saw it. My son's girlfriend said she saw it too from her house. Then I posted on Snapchat, what the hell did I just see? And someone messaged me with a video they took. There was a row of like sliding glass doors, windows, best as I could describe it. The windows were across the middle of the ship. There was lights coming out of the window and flickering some blue and pinkish. And the lights could see outlines of bodies. I was shaking so hard. I have seen satellites before. This wasn't it. This article here, I really like this story because it goes back to the early 70s stories where they had that report where they yeah. several times this large body they could see humanoid shadows looking out at these people that witnessed it. Yeah, yeah, it's similar to uh, the the Israel footage from early 2000s where they apparently gotten footage of this large thing over Israel. And yeah, you can see, and it's kind of blurry because the video tech for home was not great at that time. But yeah, you can see light and things moving past the these lighted entryways on this right and that one was more like a big cube type ship yeah i remember that yeah, yeah it's really cool like i said i wish the the video tech was a whole lot better uh to see that but i'm gonna i'm gonna actually throw out some feelers to rose but there has somebody has to know about that yeah i'm yeah, gonna that's a pretty big it seems I'm, like a lot of people saw it you know yeah. i mean it's because i'm gonna throw out some feelers to also a little legal too oh yeah so yep, we're yep. put some feelers out there but yeah, I know that's interesting. Because what got me on looking up all these reports, just because it's from South Dakota. Because actually, right. we, ha- we have more reports in North Dakota. Yeah. Which I find really... Well, I don't know. they got an Air Force base there. They do, uh, but there's not a lot of people there. There's a whole lot of... We have a lot of empty space. North Dakota beats us on empty space. <laughs> yeah. Where people don't live. Uh, which seems like a good place to be flying around where nobody but deer and shit's going to see you. But... Unless uh, it's some deer that walk on their hind legs and not yeah, deer. <laughs> those fucking things, yeah. They can Since it is getting too. close to deer season, I want some people, if they have not deer stories, send them to us. Mm, yeah. Especially if you're from South Dakota and you listen to us, not deer. I don't care I don't care if you're from Cucamonga. Right. Send us a story if you have if you ever seen a not deer. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Marty said he would go track it down. That, yeah, it would be interesting to see. I mean I, So you're saying like, you would cool. go track it down. I might. I don't know. See, I go up the stairs, outside. you track down the knot. Right, right, yeah. You, you go find the creepy animal. I'm just yeah. going to walk up these uh, stairs of nothing. So you got I got a bunch more here. And just... die. Oh, there's plenty of stuff. I had actually come across uh, one. Uh, now, this is actually out of Huron, which is a, uh, not to be mean, Home or State Fair lives in Huron, but it's, it's a jungle. Uh, I lived there for a couple It's a what? Years. It's a junk hole. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot going on there. I lived there. Like I said, as a little kid, I lived there for a couple of years. A lot of good memories there, but it's it's a rundown town. 15,000 people. Not super yeah. big. But uh, but this actually occurred in November of 2014. 
Uh, I caught this simply because of the type of UFO and that I used to live there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, this was, uh, uh, this guy reported approximately 7 o'clock at night on November 13th, 2014. He was requested by his daughter to go outside to go see something. And she, you know, pointed him uh, to look up into the sky. And she was looking east. And he said, as I looked up, I saw three glowing red lights spaced equal distance apart, but maneuvered as one giant unit. Uh, the lights appeared in obtuse triangle shape. Uh, the object was about 45 degree angle from my point of standing. So kind of boop, straight out in front of him a ways in the sky. I uh, said, yeah, there's uh, the glowing circular reddish lights reached just slightly bigger than a large glowing star in the sky. But the whole object would cover basically just the size. It would cover the whole moon on a typical south dakota night so mm -hmm. i mean it's quarter size if you're looking up at it so this thing i'm guessing was probably a ways up uh to be that size uh but he said it appeared that the the if, if the movement of these were all one large object and not three uh it, it's a pretty good size uh this thing like you said would have covered the entire moon if it had been out uh he said it appeared to glide through the sky in about a 16 second time frame it moved southwest, basically marking from the sky. It was six inches across the skyline from where he started to watch it to when it disappeared in that 16 seconds. Uh, and, yeah, they said, uh, actually, the, the researchers said they talked to him on the telephone. And this witness actually was quite sober-minded, eloquent. They reported it the very next day, so like the 14th. Oddly enough, that same exact night, but later in the night, they have received another report in Huron of seeing those same three red lights. So you have two different sources, well, three if you count the guy's daughter, mm -hmm. corroborating the same night, uh, a little bit later in the evening, same sighting, three red triangular light formation floating off through the sky. Like I said, it was, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Like I said, I've seen the triangular bullshit. And I used to live down there, so I was like, oh, here on Triangle, let's see what they got here. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's very familiar. <laughs> All right, man, that's pretty badass. But yeah, no, it, and I was like looking through, I was like, oh, there's another one from here on Triangle, same night, different person. All right, we've got two corroboratings from the same night, same area, same exact sighting. Uh, so I was like, hmm, that is interesting. That's it. See, this next story I got here kind of sticks with me. I'll tell you after I tell you the story because of what oh, happened. No. This happened in Brainerd, Minnesota. It was a triangle-shaped oh. object, and they seen it for about 20 seconds. While picking up bales, hay bales at night, I saw a triangular-shaped object speed through the night sky. We had bales of hay to pick up on the ground. My father and I, and my father and I were supposed to pick up bales off the ground. It was supposed to rain the following day, so we went out at night with a tractor and wagon to pick them up. While they were on, while there was, a, oh fuck! While they're on a cloudless <laughs> night, a triangle-shaped object sped across the sky from horizon to horizon at incredible speed. There was no sonic boom, no vapor trail we could see, no noise at all. We couldn't see the object itself. Only three bright lights of different colors, maybe green and blue, which defined the shape of this very large triangle. There have been reports of an expected meteor shower that night, and at first we wondered if that's what it was, what we were seeing. 
but flew too low to be meteors, and there's no streaking effect like you would actually see with them. Also, the color of lights didn't change. We were speechless, for we knew we had witnessed something highly unusual. For many years, we talked about it. My father died in 1995. He had been in the military and was quite knowledgeable about planes. He was absolutely sure it was no terrestrial aircraft, partially because of the color pattern he saw. I am not quite sure of the year. It might have been a year or two sooner. I know I wasn't in high school yet, but I wanted to leave a record of this on file so at least someone would know what happened. The most important aspect of the sighting was the speed inside of the object. As far as I know, nothing can fly this fast through the atmosphere without burning up. That's what I remember at most. See, the reason this sticks out with me because several years ago, my father, who was a very stout, no-nonsense type yeah, man. Stoic. I mean, very, this, he's like, he's no bullshit. He can be an asshole sometimes, but <laughs> he is who he is. I love him no matter what. But he came up to me out of the blue. I've always been in this weird shit. Right. Ever since everybody in my family is like, Christ, Rob's, Robert, whatever, is looking up UFO shit. I'm like, I've just always yeah. been into it. Ever since <laughs> I was a kid. Weird Rob's. Like Pretty I'm much. Looking up the big foods. Well, was like I said, several years ago, he asked me, all of a sudden he started asking me these random questions about UFOs. Like I, I do remember this. Yeah. yeah. And I asked him, why were you asking me these questions? He's like, well, what, what would cause this to happen? And the reason this is really weird because when you're on a farm, you're baling hay, you do it at night. Because yep. you got the, the alfalfa tells you when it needs to be baled. Because if it's humid out, you do it whenever you can get it the humidity so you don't have wet bales. If you have yep. wet bales, they start on fire. They start rotting the heat up. Yep. And he said he saw something that kind of spotlighted the tractor he was doing. <laughs> He's like, this is what I saw. It was pretty point to the blank. He's like... Yeah, I seen something that spotlighted the tractor and took off. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. I'm like, why the fuck did you tell me about this <laughs> 15, 20 years ago? Right. Like, do you know? I'm, yeah, I'm not But the funny thing is, I have an uncle who's seen the UFO too, and my his brothers would make fun of him for seeing it. Right. But I think he just wanted to tell me because, but then all of a sudden he was on this UFO kick for like six months. That's how he watched on TV was UFO shit. Really? Mom was getting highly annoyed. Well, I suppose it, you do get to a certain point where, and, and to some extent, there, that's a reason a lot of us get into it. We just never get back out all the way. Yeah. Uh, but it is trying to explain some weird shit we've, we've dealt with. You know, it's like, well, maybe on this show, there's something that is just like I saw. Maybe something that will explain this off. And, and like I said, I think there's a lot of us that get into whatever branch of paranormal originally we get into. As some of us, some people get it out of their system after a little while, and they just kind of ignore it. Some of us just branch into everything else, too, once we start down that Guilty as charged. Right. And like, like I've said many times, that is, I, I remember this it, it being four or five years old and finding an interest in these things. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's why a lot of people do get into it initially is to try to explain maybe somebody out here knows what I saw. Because that's a, that, my example with my dad. It's a perfect example of what happens in South Dakota. He would only, he never mentioned anything to anybody else. Right. Not my mom, just me. Yeah. Because he knew I would be understanding and I wouldn't make fun of him. Right. And I'm like, that's what we need more of. 
because I think we get a lot more reports in South Dakota, Minnesota, wherever, any state. Oh, yeah, in, anywhere. If someone tells you they see something, you you can tell by their demeanor. Just pay attention to the cues that the right. bodies are giving you. You can, tell if it's a, you can tell if it's bullshit or not. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I think we've said many times on here, that is a, a kind of universal thing all over is you are afraid because there has been so many years of that stigma put on you that you're going to get made fun of, that you're crazy for seeing whatever weird shit. And people, and certainly when you get into more rural areas, like like we've talked before, a lot of times you're farming in that, your reputation with the other people around you is tantamount. I mean, it is, yeah. it is the, the it's peak like, of it's, what you get. It's like the old saying, you know, your word is your bond. Right. And how people perceive you, especially in the farming community in this rural country, how they perceive you depends on what happens to your livelihood. Yeah. And they can make or break yeah. deals. I've with seen stuff it. Like, oh yeah, oh, hundreds yeah. of times. One one guy gets mad at old Cletus down there for some bullshit that he did that really isn't that big of a deal. But nope, that son of a bitch ain't getting nothing from me. And yep. they will for. I had my grandmother and her sister or cousin. I don't remember exactly how all the family thing worked. They got in, in a feud. Back probably in the 70s, 60s probably even, and didn't speak to each other up until the point where both of them had died. No one else in the family even knew what it was for. We're not even sure if they remembered, but they were just like, nope, you get away from that bitch. Yeah, and that's just how they were. And you do see a lot of that in it, those rural areas. See, there is a lot of... It's, it's not as bad as it used to be. Like no. our parents... Were that way, their parents were that way, but now, yeah, things are loosening up a lot more, yeah. Um, but yeah, it still needs I to want pop to, up more. Uh, I'm sorry, I want to say it's because of the adventation of technology, everything's loose. I want to say that's what's causing oh, everybody yeah. to loosen up more, yeah. It is definitely, I, I would say, one of the bigger catalysts for it. It's become more accepted instead of just the, the occasional random TV show that would cover weird stuff. There are whole channels, and that's all they show all day. Is is paranormal weird shit <laughs> like that is in multiple channels that that's what they do all day. Yeah, whether they be streaming or actual cable networks, that's what they do all day because there is a market for it. People are more open to talk about this stuff. Uh, like but, I said, there was shit I had seen, and we've talked about some of it before back in '96, '97 when I was in Brookings, and that that was. I mean, many years ago, but really not that many years ago. You are, but old. there was a lot of that stuff that. At the time, even guys I talked to about all kinds of shit at work, I didn't mention that I'd seen these things. I maybe would, like, put random, like, oh, you have anything weird with your power or something the other night? Just weird shit. No, 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 I didn't have nothing. And that's where I'd leave it, because it's like, man, I'm not going to get made fun of it here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to do that. Anymore, I'm like, just like, hey, Fuck did it. you see that fucking light? <laughs> It went right over your house, dude. <laughs> What's your How'd you know it was over my house? Don't worry about it. But uh, I looked up from your window. And, <laughs> you know. I was looking but, out yeah. from on top of your wife, and this right. is what I saw. <laughs> it was weird, dude. At first I thought it was you coming home, but it wasn't. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it's, there is a, a whole lot more openness. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I, I think of how many crazy stories of shit, just from farmers, hunters, over the years from back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, that we're never going to hear. Maybe no. one member no. of their family 
has heard little bits of the story, but they've never told anybody. Because there is, in that generation, it is a lot more, you don't say that shit. That's, you don't even talk about that with your family, man. You, you don't talk about it at all. You saw it, you deal with it, and you just moved on. Pretty much. You know? But yeah, it's, it's how many crazy things that were cited or seen that we are never going to hear about because of that, that closeness of anything weird. Yeah. You know? Well, speaking of crazy, I got one last one here from Yankton, South Dakota. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, all right. <laughs> Nothing against Yankton, South Dakota. <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't even fuck. I gotta check lately. See, if we got any listeners from Yankton yet? I don't know. But this happened in 1987. Uh, Yankton, South Dakota, was a triangle shape and approximate duration of five to six seconds. It was a silent isosceles triangle shaped mirage-like UFO with no lights. Oh. As far as the exact date and time go, I cannot be certain. It was definitely the fall of 87. I was a junior in high school at the time, and on one particular evening, my astronomy class went to the observatory in the Yankton College campus. This campus is now a federal prison. That evening was very clear. I don't think there was much of a mood. Our assignment was to look through the telescope and then write down on our sheets how many rings we could see around Saturn, moons around Jupiter, etc., when I finished my assignment, I went back outside and stood with the other students on the hill of this, oh, excuse me, I got, oh, on which the Yankton Campus Observatory is located. There was maybe 10 to 12 of us. They were all talking about whatever, when several of us just became suddenly quiet as an isosceles triangle-shaped object in the sky to the west moved through our line of sight south to north. It had no lights and made no sound. It only, the only discernible feature was that it shaped to dis, seemed to distort the sky behind it, and the lights of the star passed in front. Uh, hang on, sorry, folks. Pa- passed in front in our re- re- relation to us. Sound familiar? Hmm. Kind of like heat waves driving off pavement. There was no additional colors, even though I can't describe the actual aircraft. The shape of the visible distortion was definitely an isosceles triangle. Moving in the direction of the angle made by two equal sides, the base or the back of the object in relation to its direction of movement. So basically it's saying the pointy end was going north to south. That's what he's talking yep. about. Was a, was a little longer than the two equal sides. The translucent nature of the object makes it difficult to determine speed, size, or distance with accuracy. The, uh, the YC campus, Yankton Federal Prison, is not very big and it is, a res- it is in a residential area. From where we were standing on the hill, the object did not seem to be more than a few blocks away at an altitude of 200 feet, possibly wow. lower. At arm's length, it was approximately five to six inches from the top to bottom and three and a half to four inches from front to back. I did not get the impression that this was an extremely large aircraft. When I caught sight of the object, I was facing southwest and it moved straight north until it was out of sight in five to six seconds. Since it was at nighttime and the object had no lights, this probably wasn't a great distance, so it was most likely not moving incredibly fast. Yankton is a smaller town, so there aren't many street lights as there are in bigger areas. If this was not the case, the object may have gone completely unseen. Myself and possibly six, seven other people witnessed this event. At this time, I can only remember two, one or two who could corroborate this story. Even though this happened 15 years ago, this five or six seconds are burned in my memory like a movie clip that I can replay. I've never seen anything like it once. Does any of that sound familiar wow. to you, Marty? Wow. 
This is the same. We've gotten to do this report twice from two different people. Yeah. One from the two nurses and one yep. from another guy, a friend of mine. And then it's exactly, that's why I pulled this one out, saved it for last, because it's talking about the waviness, like the stars going in yep. and out. That's what this is talking about. This happened in Yankton. Yep. Back in 87. 87. So that's why this is this that one is really good. Uh, that is interesting. Yeah, and I know exact. I've actually been to Yankton. I know exactly every yep. place he's talking about. Oh yeah, and yeah. is factual to what he is saying. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I know what he's talking. Which is really about weird to see a federal prison in a residential area. Right. With tennis courts. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting as hell. Which again it lends credence to a lot of those theories of using an adaptive camouflage. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, because yeah, you think about it, if there were a lot of lights that were deadening out the, the stars, you probably wouldn't have even seen that thing go over. Yep. You know, you wouldn't have noticed star movement because you don't see as much because there's a lot of light there. And this was the, the oh. UFO report we got from the two nurses. It was just less than a year ago. Yeah. And this happened pretty much the same thing in 87. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty fucking wild. I have not seen that story before. No, this is That's a good one. Really, this is going really up on the cool. wall of weird shit. That is pretty goddamn cool. No, that, that's... Yeah, as soon as you say that, I was like, oh, shit, that's like uh, the other one that people seen recently. Yeah, here in just the last two years. I think it was just last year. Yeah, but in the fall. Like it be yep. a year here like this fall. Like in yep. September, October. Actually, it was October. Yeah, yeah it was October. Yep. Uh, that's wild, dude. <laughs> oh, that's pretty goddamn cool. Yeah, and here you are. You're looking at 87 to 2022 when that, that one took place up here. Yeah. I guess it was farther south of here, but nonetheless, you get the idea. Pretty much. I don't... I don't oh. It's just, there's so many sites, and I don't, I don't like I'm like a broken fucking record. Right. But if people, if any of our listeners have UFO sites, I'm going to put the email address in the show yep. notes, and just email us. We'll read your story. If you want to remain anonymous, we will read your story. We have no problem. We won't nope, make yeah. fun of it. And, well, we might make fun of it a little bit. Good-natured fun. Uh, right. Good-natured fun. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, no matter how minor the story might be, and it might just be like, hey, I saw, like some of these we had here, and they were official reports where it's like, yeah, we saw this thing looked like a comet, wasn't a comet. Here's what we saw, different lights going this direction. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Another little piece thrown out there of like, okay, that's... Because there has to that. be more than just these 398 people it, in yeah. South Dakota have seen wearing shit. Oh, Come yeah. on. But, well, like I said, we were running into this stuff all the time where even we've seen stuff. I don't go report it. I read it You know down. what I mean? Well, yeah. I yeah. Mean, I, I, yeah, I agree. But we you. don't officially put it into the... the because it's like one of those reports. things, hey, I saw this light, faded out, three seconds, and that's right. it. I have no idea what that was. Uh, and, and like some of these, like with these current ones, some people might say, well, yeah, there, there's more of that because of the, the news blow up, uh, for the last two years of UFO stuff. So, well, you I know, guess, they're making that, okay, it's well, like, okay, well, that's fine. But the funny thing is, if you go to the National UFO Reporting Center, they have the date it occurred and the yeah. date it was reported. Right. Well, this happened in 87. It wasn't reported till 2002. Yeah. Way before this UFO wave, even oh, yeah. thought about that's twenty years ago. But but like I said, like with with it seems like there's a lot of them blowing up right now. Uh, there's been a lot more activity of things in the sky, 
And, and like I said, some of them go, well, it's because people are expecting it because we've had all this coverage of this. And I, I can see that to some extent. There, there maybe are more people looking up. But... Like the really good Netflix the, movie. The, uh, the, the, uh, the reality is I'm someone who's always looked up, and I have noticed more. Um, I understand you have more reports when more people start looking, which is fantastic. But the reality is, like I said, I am someone who's always looked up at night. And I have noticed a fast uptick of weird lights in the fucking sky that typically weren't there. It used to be I could go months without seeing any weird shit. But at least once a month I have some light where I'm like, hmm, not quite sure what that was. Yeah, it's too hot to do that <laughs> shit. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm not going out now. No, God, no. You forget about it. But that. there's, okay, speaking of that. If you go uh, west on 81, no, 212. If you go west on 212, there's a guy there. I always wanted to talk to him, but he died. He passed away before he had a chance he had talked to him. But he had a barn set up. It was a shed. He had his car in there. But on the top of it, he had like a makeshift astronomy, a observatory. Oh, really? Yeah. He had a mount. It was really nice, but they turned the building down now. And it's like right before you hit the S curves. Oh, okay, okay. He okay, had a yeah. barn out there that he had his own, where you could see the telescope coming yep. out of it. I would have loved to have talked to him and seen some of the crazy shit he's probably oh, seen. Oh, yeah, dude. But I never, oh. I never had the balls or the time to go do it. it right. And some of it were younger, and they're like, oh, we're not going to go bother this guy. Because I was trying to chase after girls. I'm like, shout out to be doing as a weird guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that's interesting. That'd be really cool to do, but uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'll do it another time. Uh, someday yeah. I'll get out there. Yeah. Day just never came happens. and gone, and not another chance. Right. Yeah, now it's just done. You know, you don't have the shot. But yeah, in our youth, we, we didn't always <laughs> do the things that maybe we were like, oh man, this would have been the cooler thing to do. No, no. that's not what we're doing. Now we're girls. doing it all. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, man, we got some booze. Hell yeah. All right, let's go. So, have you got anything else for these wonderful I, I don't, man. Just uh, keep your eyes up. Yep. Uh, constantly watching email us i'll put our email in the show notes and just contact if you see anything weird and we appreciate it you guys have a good night bye